Hello, and thank you for downloading our podcast. <clears throat> it is Thursday, or as my family call it, we call it Friday. Friday? Yep, the Friday to Friday. Mm-hmm. I, it... I, I read something interesting that I liked. Yeah. Technically, the day before your birthday is your very own New Year's Eve. Ah, that's a good point. Eve. Yes. Because we talk about the new year, but that's what we've all agreed upon. Mm. Who's next? Is you next birthday? Well, I know Adrian. Adrian's Adrian on Sunday, which means we celebrate Monday. That's right. Mm. Oh, did you want to celebrate Friday? Oh, jump on a microphone. It's your, it's your birthday. You get to choose. What so you... I've told the person buying your present to oh, celebrate oh, Monday. Oh, I've got to turn that microphone but on. I... Hang yeah, because yeah, I thought talking, you could extend talking, it. Talking. Oh, for one second, sorry. So I've got to turn the <sighs> microphone on. Two. Um... Yeah, I think because is birthday week the week after your birthday or the Whatever week you want. leading some up people to have, your birthday? Um, some people have birthday, birthday months, months, to be oh, honest. Months. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, no, Monday's you, good. Monday's how are you good. turning? Uh, 30. <laughs> 30. 35? 36. 36. Why are you not happy with that? Well, because... Oh, no. Because it's closer to 40. It's closer to 40 than it is to 30. No, but guys always get funny about age if they haven't achieved something. In Australia's music industry is a little bit... Ageist, yes, so, definitely. Then you're, you can so, go with like you've got yeah. European skin. You could go with twenty eight. Thank you. Mm, yes, Machine Age is uh, Adrian's <clears> band. <throat> so get on, make him a number one single in Australia before he's forty. All right, that's that's what he's asking you on this podcast. Follow me on Spotify. Spotify it up. Yeah. You actually got a lot of streams on there, didn't you, for mm-hmm. your last single? Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, that's good. You know, could always do more. Could do more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hence why I'm being cagey about my age. No, that's totally fine. I always was because I always remember going to a board meeting and there was like a group of execs talking about what was the right age to do breakfast. And then I just listened to that age and just said it. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be determined by it because I can act immature Mm -hmm. on my own accord. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is interesting, isn't it? Like age, people define age and they they put so much importance on it. Mm. But at the end of the day, funny is funny and entertaining is entertaining. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like You think about it when it's like, oh, someone could have be 20 and have three kids, <laughs> you know? I know really lots of 20-year-olds with more than three kids. <laughs> mm. I grew up in Gladstone. I just say, so I think it's really to do with personality than yeah. anything else. Well, I'm screwed both ways. <laughs> Why? I'm 42 and I've got the personality of a 56-year-old. Oh, you're only as... Get off my lawn! <laughs> You don't have a lawn, by the way. Get off my turf. You don't have no turf. turf. You've got Get off dirt. my turkey mound. Get off my dirt. You've got dirt. <laughs> Get off my property. I didn't fight in two world wars to have you young ruffians rough around my turkey mound. Do you feel like you're aging? Do, Do I you... feel like I'm aging? Yeah. Well, we're all aging. That's still be a plath like kind of way. Everyone's aging closer aging. to death. But you guys have. Oh, don't, mate, just don't play the blame game. I asked you a question. Do you feel in the last few years that you've gotten older? You're only as young as the person you feel. And you said you're 56. <laughs> <laughs> and I know Kat's not 56. No? Yeah? yeah. Your volunteering at the retirement village has got to stop. I am the toy boy of the relationship. You're, how much younger are you? One year. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you feel, do you, like when you got to 40, did you feel like you changed? No, don't think so. I mean, in my mind, I'm 18. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's not coming across. <laughs> I was a very grumpy 18 year old. <laughs> you weren't getting. You're not getting laid now either. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get some uh, podcast action rolling. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Welcome to fake news. Welcome to fake news. Fake news. Fake hey, news. there's a lot going on um, <laughs> around the world at the moment. A little bit. And I've clicked on a few stories and I thought, wait, is this a joke? Mm. And then discovered, no, it's not a joke. Well, news is entertainment these days, let's be honest. Yeah, of course it is. It's not just about reporting facts. It's about outraging people. and It's ratings. Infotainment. Yeah. yeah. Clickbait on the television. Hey, but uh, I thought, why don't I present you with a few different news stories and you have to see if you can guess which ones are real, which ones are fake. Okay. okay. So uh, possibly so, my new favourite segment. So this is our news reader. You said, "Hey, yes. who is is reading these as if it's real news?" He was really happy with this. <laughs> was, yeah. he? was he? I, I always find yeah. that proper journalists like to do quirky radio segments. Yeah. yeah they are there love any it. other journalists than proper journalists? <laughs> no. <laughs> we love you, Joseph. Yeah. He we is. Love you. He's amazing. All right. Here we go. First story. 
Condoms have sold out at several retailers after a social media post went viral encouraging people to put them on their fingers to avoid coronavirus. <laughs> you know what, in this day and age, I'm going to think that's 100% true. I I know the condoms selling out part is true. Right, but, but the I, reason... I think I think the fingers part is fake. Because the other way you look at it, that means a rubber glove is protection five times. And we, everyone knows that if you... I'm not going to finish that sentence. Okay. It's just not appropriate. I'm going to say that's 100% true. I'm going to say what I said, 50%, fake. yeah. I'll, I'll go fake. I'm going to go fake. It's true. So everyone has been thinking they're selling out because they're going to be isolated and mm. for 14 days they're going to be inside. But no, it's because there is a photo that went around that was viral saying, hey, guys, mm. there's going to be a shortage of gloves. Right. You can obviously put them on your fingers. You've got five of them. It's going to be an issue. Make sure you don't touch doorknobs, don't touch buttons. Make sure you put condoms on your fingers before you touch it all. Well, ju- just for the record, if that's the case, you can fit your whole hand in one condom, people. Yeah, but you can't use your fingers if you do that. No, you, and I'm not going to ask. Why them. do you don't, do that? Don't, 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 don't ask a lot I don't of questions. Get it, though. So you could just you, they stretch enough mm. to to put a whole, a whole hand. You in, had enough time to play for play with them and not getting used. Uh, hey, mm. every guy okay. in high school carried around right. that one condom. This is real news, guys. For years Come on. and years, this hoping. Is serious. Here we go. <laughs> Exclusive inside Michael from Maths Mansion, a huge home cinema and a shrine to the ice cube that made him rich. <laughs> now that's true, one hundred and twenty thousand percent true. Have you seen photos? No, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. I'm going to say true too. Now nah, that one's fake. Oh! Come on! <laughs> Although there were photos of him, he does have a home cinema, um, and it is a, a pretty nice house. Right, but no yeah, ice cube. But no shine. ice cube. <laughs> That's something I'd do if I became rich out of something. Yeah, yeah. my actually my flooring would be like would look like ice or something like that. Yeah, I'd right. go all in. Yeah, all right. All, all right. Next in. one. Politicians will soon be driven around in grey taxpayer-funded com cars because the white ones are too reflective of Australia's colonial past. Oh God. Their cars are racist. Yes, the cars, yeah, so the cars are racist. Want. So when they update it, they want them to be non-racist. <laughs> do you think that <laughs> is true or fake? That can't be true. What's a white? Who, what's a white car ever done to anybody apart from get dirtier faster? No, apparently I, I they're cleaner. Yeah, yeah, they're easier to keep clean. D- black cars black, yeah. are the the dirtiest ones because the dirt shows up more. Where a white one, they're mm. so bright that you can't see the dirt. Who would have thought the colour that you drive says a lot about you? Uh, I'm going to say that's true. I'm going to say that's false. It's true. Of course it is. Uh, the person that was responsible for updating them said that it's not reflective of who we are anymore. The white was too. To reflective of our terrible past, so now we're going with grey. Grey. There is a couple of red ones as well. Okay. Racy. That means all their um, <laughs> all their chauffeurs are racist car drivers. Yes. Yes, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. And last Billionaire one. and former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg, who poured more than five hundred million US dollars of his personal fortune into his bid for a presidential nomination, yeah. has dropped out of the race overnight at his wife's request. Uh, oh, come on, babe. Why are you making me do this? That's a lot of... Because I believe you're, it. You're wasting my palimony money. <laughs> uh, I, I know that's one's true. I, yeah, watch the news. Happy wife, happy life. He 100% has done that. No, it's fake. Who was the other? Who was the guy that... I'm 100%. watched the news. They dropped out. He did drop out. <laughs> but his, oh, but not because of the wife. wife's All request. Right. Okay. He, he dropped out because yeah. there's absolutely no way that he could possibly win. He did all the stats. Yeah. I don't even know if he's married. Hey, uh, guys. Guys, just so know. you know, I'm across everything. Pass this guy. Pass guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did drop it. Okay, fair enough. I'll take that one. Happy Miss Omar Kisser. Yeah, he is That's married. true. He is married. <laughs> Mary Bloomberg. Oh, I like it. There we go. That is our fake news. You are fake news. Fake news, fake news. Welcome to fake news. Welcome to fake news. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Anything you want to talk about, you can. 13, 10, 60. James in Ipswich, what do you want to say? Hi there. Listen, I was just uh, want to make a bit of a comment about washing these hands for three minutes. Now, <laughs> Think about it. You know, if every person on the planet is going to wash their hands for three minutes, how much bloody water is that going to be? Oh, no, James. Yeah. James, no. In our household, you wet your hands, you put the soap on, you turn off the tap, and then <laughs> yeah, you wash your hands. And we have yeah, to do you've that. just touched the tap. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So it, 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 it's just a, it's a really vicious circle we're going to be in. It we're is. in trouble. James, where did you hear three minutes from, though? I've heard it's only 20 seconds. You've got to sing happy birthday twice. Wait. Well, well, if you actually uh, read it mm-hmm. and go into it, you uh, depending on your job, mm-hmm. okay, depending on your job, right, right, you will have to wash your hands for three minutes. Right. And I, I work, I work in a job that requires me to wash my hands for three minutes. Right. What do you do, James? Uh, I work in sewerage. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know what? Okay. You can go an extra minute. I'll allow you. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So, when you do, you pump septic tanks and things, do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I work with the whole whole aspect of the sewerage, and um, yeah. I, personally, I'm not too concerned about the yeah the coronavirus no. and all that. It's because I'm working with a heap of other bugs. Yeah, yes. that's true. You'd have James, a really high immunity. I always find it unusual when I've seen people like the pump sewage and they've got a pie in one hand and they're doing it with their in the other hand I'm like do you just become immune to it? No. <laughs> okay. Right. Just some people are crazy yeah, are they? Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy on the Gold Coast I just I could not get my head around it. Maybe he had a um... one hold it with the other. I was like <laughs> to be fair though that that hand was free. Yeah. Like no, he's not I'm not that... touch not touching anything anything else with it, you know. He like... was multitasking. You know I should be impressed yeah. with that. Hey, uh, Alan from Ginger Lee, you're, you're on the air, 131060, what do you want to chat about? Oh, look, this is how crazy it is at the moment. Mm. I um, work at a servo and I had six rolls of toilet paper stolen yesterday from our toilet. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you, are you at the Caltex? You're at the Caltex there, are you? <laughs> yeah, one of them. And I've got mm-hmm. a, I've got another story for you. Yeah. I've got this Irish guy that came in and he bought all my condoms, right? Mm-hmm. I was chasing three-ply three toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And I said, why is that? And he said, oh, I need so many condoms because I use three at a time. And I said, why? He goes, to be sure, to be sure, to be sure. Brilliant, Alan. <laughs> oh, don't Alan. Brilliant. It's a classic. <laughs> We've missed you. Yeah. <laughs> we always forget about Alan, just so yeah. everyone knows. Maybe once every two months he'll just ring up with a fake story and then he will... Uh, Hit us with a joke. Drop a joke. Yeah, we, we, it was it. our request. We did. Yeah. We said, He's got a slip in the joke. <laughs> Mike from uh, Birkdale, what do you got for us in first calls? Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. That's good. Hey, look, um, I heard yesterday that Sav got his home gym. Yes, my home gym got um, delivered. Yeah. Well, look, I'm a uh, facilities maintenance officer a facil- for a commercial gym company. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. meaning you can actually so put I, uh, them together. So mm. I actually put together equipment, maintain equipment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, I'm also a, a full-time PT as well. So I'd uh, be be happy to help you put your your home gym together. Mm. I don't think the team there reckons you're going to ever put it together. No, you might need a real man to be able to do it for see, you. See that, Mike? Did you hear that one uh, over there? That's exactly the reason why I'm going to do it on my own. But I appreciate... Uh, your offer there. You but know, this some is people some... want to get in shape for 2020. He's looking at 2021, so you'll probably have it up by then. <coughs> and I can you... even help you get into shape for 2021. Can you? Do you Have yeah. you tried to put it up yet? No, no, no. I've been busy. <laughs> hey, do you want to you borrow went, some of my you tools? You've been busy. You went and got no, new I got glasses tools. yesterday. I got tools. Yeah, but that was uh, that was like a spur of the moment thing because I was supposed to be doing something that got cancelled right at the last minute. So I thought, well, I'm, and then I got a text saying my glasses are in. Only one thing a day, can you? No, that, yep. <laughs> are you, you going to put your gym together with your Allen key drill that you got from IKEA? If if there's any Allen keys that need done, I've got a little Allen key Swiss Army knife that's got all the sizes that you need. All right, so thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike, but, but I'm going to do it myself. Mike, you'll call you in a week. Is that all right? <laughs> and then I'll call you no, through no, help. Yeah. Look, you've got my number. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. um... Reach out if you need some help. Thank you, When are you going to have it up by then? Saturday. Guaranteed. Okay. I didn't say which Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We've decided to put on a spontaneous event. More spontaneous. Spontaneity. He's spontaneous. There's going to be a party. You just don't know when. Spontaneous. Yes, in an effort to bring back the excitement into our lives, which have gotten a bit dull, uh, we realised we hadn't been spontaneous in quite some time. And then Abby brought it to the table and said, we all need to. Maddie took it on board and started going out till like four o'clock in the morning, getting kicked out of places all over Brisbane. And now we want to put on a spontaneous party. I think it's you that we need to do this for, to be honest. Why is that? Because I think you've become the most dull. The most dull? Yeah. Right. Is it well, I'm saying like the last time you went out. Last time I went out. Can't repeat the same question. Can't repeat <laughs> yeah. the same question that I've been asked. I'm, I'm just you know, getting like, thinking you, time, I, I said to you, what's your weekend? You go, oh, mate, it is full on. I have <coughs> Rory's party, Rory's mm-hmm. gymnastics, uh, mm. Rory's karate, and mm. then after that, I might take Rory to the bowls, and then we mm. might do a little bit of arts and crafts, and then Rory and I are going to make slime. It's hectic. Mm. 
God, yeah, when you say it like that, I'm exhausted. <laughs> so I think you need to have a big night. Well, it's, we, what changes is you get to a point in your life where you prioritise stuff. Back when you wanted to be free, yeah. someone would ring you and they would be like, let's go out tonight. And you would see all the responsibility ahead of you and you'd be like, nah. I don't care, that is future Matt's problem. Mm. Consequences? No. Nah. Let's go get on it. Absolutely. And that's what this party is. We're not going to tell you when it is. It's in the next two months. Mm-hmm. We're just going to call you on the day and be like, here's the spot, meet you there at this time. You are not allowed to say no. No is not an answer. But I think yesterday we were asking, like, what do you want to bring to the party? And some great responses. But, I, I mean, <laughs> Stav was really excited with them. But I think we might be missing the point of it a bit. Okay? Here's, it, here's what we said to people. If you want to come along to the party, why should we let you in? My husband and his mates home alcoholic sarsaparilla. Alcoholic sarsaparilla? Oh, wow. How about karaoke? You're there. Um, I'm a real hype guy, so I'll, like, yeah. bring a good vibe, yeah. Um, I bring myself and I'm single, so happy to mingle. Great party jokes and great party dancing. Oh, okay. Uh, Why was six scared of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Yeah. If we were munted on homebrew sarsaparilla, that would be funny. The, and the sounds last like one was potato time. salad. It does, but it sounds like people haven't gone out for a very long time. And that's not what we're always after. It's just people that haven't been locked away in their house for 10 years. It's people that forgot how to just relax a little bit, to let loose. And I feel like we need to have the loose people come along just to re-educate us. So if you are currently a loose unit, right, you're not someone who needs a spontaneous party because you're, you, you're already spontaneous. spontaneous. Yeah. We want to invite you. If you go out and your going out time is, you know, I'll meet you there at 11 p.m. Oh, why so early? Oh. I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. See, loose units start their weekend on Thursday. <laughs> Remember back in the day when the uni club was open? You'd be like, yep, fire engines, I'm going yeah. in. You, you just get, you get in there. Do you want to hear something that's uh, equal parts exciting and terrifying for our spawn party? The lockout laws have just been um, dumped. Oh, yeah. It used to be like... So this could be an all-night rager. What, I've, what do you mean could be? It's gonna be. Just saying. You're if, making you're making Sam get sweaty palms. Uh, hey, hey, hey. When I go, I go. Yeah, and when was the last not, time you went? A while ago. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you will be guaranteed that the spontaneous party will involve Monday morning regret. Oh, of course. And that will mean that the party was the best that it was. Yeah. So we're chasing a we're chasing loose units. Mm. If you really know how to have fun. Yeah. If mm. you're the one in your friends group that everyone's like if it's going to be a big night, then we've got to call them. If it's not a big night, they're not invited. Okay. That's what we want to hear yeah. from. Give us an example of your last time. Uh, I wonder if your husband's ringing. <laughs> no, he's not allowed to. Because I used to miss him. Mm. He used to go out on Thursday night, and then I used to find him maybe Sunday night. Mm. He used to have fun, apparently. but You stopped all that. I stopped all that. <laughs> <laughs> 13, he occasionally does it. Thirteen ten sixty. Uh, we're looking for Brisbane's loosest unit to invite you along to our spontaneous party. We we'll get you on next. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. I've decided to put on a spontaneous event. More spontaneous. Spontaneity. Be spontaneous. There's going to be a party. You just don't know when. Spontaneous. <laughs> we plan too much at the moment. We need to have fun. Let loose. Don't plan so much. Allow the fun to come back in. And we decided that we're going to throw a spontaneous party. You can get your invite at hit105.com.au. It's going to happen in the next couple of months. We don't know exactly what we might. But we're just going to send you a message saying, hey, it's tonight, be there. And you go, hell yeah, I'm down for it. Now, just so you know, if you say no, we're going to cut you from our friends list. Yeah, you're out. I just don't want to get to the party and realise that there is a whole lot of people that haven't been spontaneous for years. And they're like, oh, it's a lot of effort. Let's just wear flats and have a cup of tea and a cheese platter. No. This is the night. Yeah. To end all nights. Oh, what? No Monday. Way, no. Monday will be filled with regret. And you can say, I'm never going out again, and that will be fine. Yes. Now, we're not asking for, for big drinkers. This has got nothing to do with it. We're just looking for those people that don't call the party's end. They're like, the party's still going, I think. Levi. 60. Levi and Ashgrove, you're the loosest unit in your friendship group? Uh, I'd say so. <laughs> Why? Well, stay at home dad with three kids. I sometimes when I get the chance to go out, I like to sort of party. Um, <laughs> and the last time that happened, 
I saw a guy with a really cool watermelon shirt and I asked if we could swap shirts, even though he was a lot bigger than I. Yep. And he said no, so I decided to jump on stage and take my shirt off and throw it to the crowd. Mm, did they love it? Mm. Did they love it? Um, everyone loved it except for the people who were running the place, so yeah. I was finally yeah. sorted to leave. Yeah. <laughs> to leave the premises, yeah. It's usually security who's not up for the good times, isn't it? You know? They always find they're, they're such mm. downers at yeah. times, security. Not spontaneous at all. Doing their job and all. Mm. And, and Levi, our producers have told us you recently divorced. I separated, yes. Wow, so nothing, you're... Nothing to do with the on-stage... <laughs> Antics? No. no? So, funnily enough, that's what attracted her to me. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> too much of the good thing. Yeah. Uh, Craig in Kangaroo Point, what makes you uh, a bit of a party man? Um, so, there was a time in my life where I was um, one of the wild boys afloat and manpower guys. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. We've been on that before. We have. I got mauled. Um got mauled, probably yeah. by me. Well, yeah. no. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> oh, Craig. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's you. Oh, I get it now. Have you still got the same body, though, Craig, or has things, you know, expanded over the years? <laughs> oh, look, the the rig the rig's in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Once, mm-hmm. once you're a wild boy's afloat, you're always a wild boy's afloat, right, Craig? That, 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 that's kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. So, are you saying? Are you, <laughs> you're saying you're happy to dance on the night, Craig? Um, I'm happy to um, add, and to add insult to injury. Yeah. Um, I was a aerobics instructor. Oh, oh we get it. You the full package, I, Craig. I, I can I can get everyone up yeah. on stage doing the two step. Okay, oh, I love wow. it. All right, okay, Craig. Good. All right. So we've got two guys who want to remove their shirts so far at the party. <laughs> Let's see if Danny from Tanamera wants to join on that bandwagon. Oh. Danny, you're a loose unit. I am. I don't get out a lot. I'm a single mum of three, so when I do, I do, yeah. do get a little bit loose. Yes. <laughs> okay. no, that's fine. Mum's gone wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I went to my work Christmas party and uh, got a little bit tired, so mm-hmm. I ended up being escorted out. So, mm-hmm. How was that coming out to work the next, the next week? Was it all right? Sorry? Was it all right going back to work after that? Oh, look, I was anxious, but it was fine. Yeah. I was like, oh, you had a good time, you know. You let your hair down. All fine. Yeah. Are we going to invite invite Jess the mess from work? I think we have to, don't we? Because uh, I tried to party with her once. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how that? Worked yeah, that out went for well. Me? Yes, because mm. we that was the same night that we were having a party at a listener's house that was meant to be a secret and they weren't meant to know. Mm. And you and Jess the mess had been at the football. Jess proceeded to drink all of the alcohol in their cabinet, smashed the bottles, and you took the very expensive handbags from the top of the girls. I just tried wardrobe. it on. I put it back. I put you over my shoulder yeah. and walked you down the stairs so you would get away from the $20,000 worth of Louis Vuitton. To be fair, you rode a toy motorbike through the lounge room and I did a nudie run through into the pool. So like, no one was innocent that That was night. the last time we were spontaneous. So <laughs> yeah. Liam in Redcliffe, why do you think yeah. you should be coming to this party? Oh, well, everyone's got really good stories about while they're partying, but me, I'm, I'm really good at the end of the night. See, I used to be pretty good for waking up the next morning in the middle of the runway, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the best one that I had was obviously I was making my way home one night and uh, found a comfy place to lay my head and yep. rudely got woken up at 8 o'clock in the morning by a bloke. Um, apparently it was his front lawn. Yep. And he proceeded to tell me how great his new Sir Walter's lawn was <laughs> that he rolled three weeks ago. <laughs> was that Maddie's lawn you fell asleep on? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, Liam. No back pain, no nothing. It was a good nap. I love it how apparently it was his lawn. There you know. Everything. Uh, good on you, Liam. I tell you what, we're going to get you on that invite list, mate. I don't think you're going to care that it's spontaneous. It's in the next two months. We'll just call you and say, this is the this is the time and date. Meet you there. Beautiful. As long as there's a patch of lawn for me, I'll be there. <laughs> we'll make sure there is. Uh, it's Stab, Abby and Matt. If you want your invite as well, go to hit105.com.au. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Breaking news, a university student's tested positive to coronavirus in Brisbane. Health authorities are working to trace the patient's movements. They're also speaking with his housemate in Tawong. There is so much unknown that people are turning on each other of saying, like, why are people storing toilet paper? And then people are like, 
I'm staring toilet paper. <laughs> uh, so it, it, there are a lot of people that are outraged that someone was able to come from China in a bit of a loophole, then go and stay over in uh, Dubai for two weeks mm-hmm. and then fly into Australia and tested positive. And I think some people are a, a bit angry about it. Yeah, we've got Jesse on um, this morning. Jesse, you're particularly angry. Yeah, I am. My mum takes um, blood um, testing for the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Not too happy at the moment because... These people that are getting tested aren't being as hygienic as what they should be. They're getting tested for it. It doesn't mean that they have it, but because they're getting tested for it, they need to wear, you know, a mask or gloves or hand sanitizer or something because they've coughed in, you know, one of them has coughed in my mum's face. Mm. Um, That's so unhygienic. And I live with, you know, two sisters and my mum and dad. Mm. So if... She then gets it. It's going to be so easy for then all of us to get it. Yeah. And uh, people, I know we haven't had that many cases compared to, you know, Europe and Asia, but it's going to spread quickly if people aren't, you know, serious about this. I suppose as soon as you're getting tested for it, you should treat yourself as if you've got it until you know for sure. How does your mum feel about it being that close to the front line? She's scared that she's going to get it. Mm. She takes the precautions, um, you know, wears the gloves and always sanitizes her hands at work and that sort of thing. Mm. But when someone coughs right as she's taking blood from this person, Mm. it's quite worrying. Did she have a choice to be able to do it? Because we recently went and got blood tests and up on the wall there were certain um, collection centres where they had it. Not everyone would Mm. be able to do it. But did she have a choice? It would just so happen it was at the clinic that she worked at. Uh, yeah, it just so happened that they, you know, went to the clinic that where she works at. Um, I'm not too sure on if they have that policy of, yeah. you know, we can't do it or we can do it. Um, but yeah, she's done I think three, three or four cases this week. You know, the biggest scare that's happened here this week was with the UQ student that mm. snuck in from Dubai, yep. right? They were from China, went via Dubai. Um, my mother has an international student who's staying with her at the moment. Um, yeah. through the university, um, not saying that they've got coronavirus just because they're an international. Has she recently come in from overseas or had been here for a while? Three weeks ago, right. okay. flew in. And I said to mum at the time, have they spoken to you about the coronavirus? And they said, yeah, an email came out or whatever. But mm-hmm. then the other day, after there was a reported case at the campus that this student goes to, there has been zero communication from the university or any authorities mm. Do you reckon that's because they hadn't been at the university yet? Because I kind of go, that Mm. person hadn't. Yeah. But yet, had they been in contact with anyone else? And uh, what I'm saying to my mum is she needs to be able to have a conversation with her student about making sure that they're safe because this girl Mm. is here to learn English. She can't speak much English. She may not actually know what's going on right now. But would your mum feel uncomfortable? Because there's that whole thing where we don't want to be... Um, rude. Mm. Well, I, do you know, like, had she asked where she's come from before, do you know? Yeah. Or is well, it she's, she's Japanese. She's come from Japan. Mm. Uh, I'm not uncomfortable with it. I've invited this girl into my house to have dinner with my children. So I'm more than happy to say, mm. hey, just want to check. We're <laughs> yeah. all going to be okay. Because some flights had been banned from... Does your mum have a long questionnaire that she has to ask these people when they come in? Yeah, it's. I, I guess it's sort of their routine, mm. asking um, you know, questions, how they're feeling and that sort of thing. Um, with going on with the students, though, my nan actually has homestay students, and two of them are actually from China. Um, one of them is still over there and actually can't get into Australia. Mm. And the second one that actually flew back, I think it was just before they stopped the flights, they had to do like a two-week quarantine in the house. He wasn't happy with it. He wanted to go out. He was, you know, 14 or 15. Yeah. But the people that are doing that and trying to push back, they're being so selfish for the people, you know, that aren't sick and that actually are following the rules. I feel like it's so selfish for other people, you know, to, to risk it for everyone else because they're the people that are going to spread it. Yeah. I think the thing we have to remember, though, too, is that we're all in quite uncharted territory here and yeah. no one really knows how to react. And we're at the stage where, I mean, 
we don't want to start the panic of a complete lockdown of everything and stop flights internationally, yeah. and, and that's, you know, which may happen further down the track. But we're in that sort of middle ground here where we don't know what we should be cancelling and what we should be cancelling, so things are slipping mm-hmm. through the cracks. But then you just got to take it the same way as if you got the flu, you don't go to work and pass it on with everyone oh, else. Oh, there's definitely you know? a huge like level of responsibility. It's that sense of like, there. oh, 14 days, yep, tick, I'm allowed to get into the country. Mm. Who mm. knows if there were symptoms before? Exactly right. So it's just quite frustrating especially with, you know, my mum, you know, who who helps anyone and is so hygienic and makes all of us now, you know, aware that we need to be more hygienic and then she's faced with that and it's just a little bit 50-50. You don't know if you're going to, you know, get it or not. So yeah. Mm. And often people that... You be more aware of it. Yeah. And most people that get it are fine. So I do understand what you're saying, Steph. It's a bit... Yeah. Who knows, hey? Yep. I think <laughs> what you're saying, I, I can hear what you're saying, Jesse, and that is uh, don't be a moron. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, we're with you. I get you. That's the thing. Stupidity is free and lots of people take it. So um, yeah. we really appreciate you calling, Jesse, and um, give our love to Thanks your mum. So She's doing a great job taking bloods and, and helping people out through this thing. Oh, thank you. She's probably listening, so I'm probably going to mm-hmm. text in a minute. Oh, <laughs> hey, right, Jesse's mum. Hey, Jesse's mum. Hey, Jesse's mum. You've got it going on. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I was at a wedding um, on the weekend, a friend's wedding in Melbourne, and Opposite us at the table were some um, beautiful Brisbane folks mm-hmm. that had flown down for it as well. And we we're talking about, um, as a celebrant, have I ever said no to couples? And I've said, yeah. Mm. Like, because I don't... I, we didn't see it lasting. Yeah, I didn't see it really lasting. And I uh, 100% success rate. So yeah, don't selfish ruin reason. Your, don't want to ruin your record. <laughs> would, would you ever just say you say you agree to do a wedding? They walk up the aisle, they get to the altar, and you realise, now nah, this isn't going to work. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no. Sorry, guys. I got to. I got to. I got to go. I, I cannot marry you. You are going to ruin my one hundred percent. My friends, I know they're in happy relationships, but there is um, there's science to back up my theory. Oh, now, okay. Because I would say the couple that I married, when they sit down, like they they pay each other out, mm-hmm. and some people would say, is that a red flag when you're paying each other mm. out? Um, and I'll say. No. Mm. Contempt is. <laughs> Eye-rolling yes. and disrespect for the other person, yeah, yeah. that is it. But banter, mm. I just see that as flirting. Nice. And I always, like, sometimes when my mum comes up, she'll go, can you stop fighting? I'm like, no, nah, we're flirting, man. This is us. Mm. This is us paying each other out. So you guys you guys flirt <laughs> in a similar way to me and Esther, yes. and that is Scotty has a dig at you for spending too much money. I'll have a dig at him for being too lazy. Yeah. All very fun. But it's if anyone hot. else joins in and says those <laughs> things, I'll be like, don't you call your dad lazy, thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. He's a hard worker. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. But now there's science to back it up, saying if you're in a relationship and you roast each other on a regular basis... Mm. You're actually more inclined to stay together and you have a healthy relationship. Oh, my God. We're going to be together for 100 years. My (laughs) wife literally roasted me at a roast. Yes. And was the roaster. Yeah. They're saying that it's when people can't have a laugh at each other that there's more going on. Mm, It's when you kind of go, oh, I shouldn't say that they're going to get offended. When you take it personally, yeah. Yeah, Or you think that they will. Yes. Mm. So you're always on eggshells and you're always sort of being nice. But they're saying that if you are roasting someone, I guess it can go back to an old-fashioned... You find them attractive. You know how some Treat people say. Treat them mean, You know how some people say. Pull a girl's hair and run away, kind okay, of. Okay, vibe. wait, wait. You've gone too far, mate. You've gone too far. <laughs> okay, can we just no, yeah. No, no, no. But they're saying that sometimes that can be what it is because you don't know how to sort of constantly mm. tell them how much you love them and how beautiful they are. So it's a bit more, and they're saying that it can lead to a very healthy, intimate life as mm. well. There's a point where you go too far, though. There is. <laughs> is there? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, is there? Uh, is there? Yeah, when people get offended by oh, it and pretend no, that they're yes. okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, that. ever. You cannot make a joke mm. about weight. Don't, don't ever cross that boundary. I see. I don't know. You haven't seen um, Buzz here and his lovely, um, lovely partner. Oh, you can call the guy fat. No, 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 no. Their, I, their relationship is. I, it's my favorite. It's something you have to see it to believe it. It's amazing. Those two. Did you and not it hear is... that they broke up? What? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I know, because I remember oh, seeing them. Oh, you should have kept going. That was good. I was about to join you. And th- nothing is off limits for them. Yeah, so they say. No. They say. Guaranteed. Yeah, but you don't know what goes on. They're saying as long as, let's just say we're going out for uh, dinner, and Scotty and I might playfully, you know, pay each other out. Mm. It's if Scott was to become the butt of a joke, mm-hmm. then that's when you've gone mm. too far. Mm. Yeah. Like, I always, I always say to my wife, she goes, I'm ugly, I'm fat. I'd be like, babe. 
I don't do ugly girls. I don't do that. <laughs> like that's our way. Of, that's my way of giving her a compliment. Mm-hmm. She's like, that well is done. so sweet. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I think that is just a weird compliment, not a roasting. No, but that's you know. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the line you go down. So there you go. Don't say <laughs> I've given permission to. Hey, but by just the way, joyful banter. Hey, idiot. <laughs> Abby said we'd stick together. <laughs> <Yes>. if <I'm... laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Stab Abby and Matt want to give you. A year's worth of childcare fees so you can spend time on what matters. Hit 105's Live Stress-Free. Yeah, register hit105.com today. Your entire year we will pay your childcare and you can spend money on what you want to. But just to highlight how unfair the childcare costs actually are, we've got Kate Noble, a policy fellow at the Mitchell Institute at Victoria University. Kate, are we just totally paying too much for childcare? Well, the reality is that we're certainly paying a lot. Um, some of the research that we've been doing has shown that families on an average combined income of about 170000 will spend around $6,000 out of pocket right. on childcare per year. Um, and that's actually more than sending your kid to some private primary schools. Yeah, I'm, I didn't even realise, Kate, until my son went to um, school how much money you save on it, you know? Like because you don't have a choice, so you just do it. Well, you don't, you don't yeah. even think about it. The bill just turns up, you just pay it. And mm. then once you realise it's nearly $1,000 a month for us that we, we recouped. Absolutely. I'm just going to the same experience myself. My youngest is prep. And, um, yeah, that's, it's a huge saving for families once they get both kids into school. Kate, why is it then? I mean, obviously the, the education system is good that once you can send them to a public school um, it, that you don't have to pay for it. The government does have those big substitute, um, sub- subsidies. Yeah. Why doesn't it happen at childcare? Do they just not see it as the same education or the same need the first five years? Great question. Um, look, it's partly due to the historic separation, really, of how we treat and use childcare on the one hand mm. and preschool early education on the other hand. So what we also found was that when you're talking about preschool and early education, it actually attracts a lot more gov- government subsidies. Mm. So you will find that kinder is a much lower co- yeah. cost, for example, than, than centre-based daycare. But what's also happened in the last 10 years, and we haven't really caught up, is that we now treat the entire sector the same way in terms of quality. So in terms of staff qualifications and the type of early education that kids are receiving in any kind of early childcare, it's pretty much designed to be the same thing. We're still treating it differently in terms of funding and parents are paying a lot more for childcare. How do we compare globally? Because I know we're one of the most highest taxed um, countries in the world. Are we paying more than most other countries for childcare? We're paying more than a lot of other countries. Um, A lot of European countries have very heavily subsidised early childhood education and care. You'll find in some European countries they even have really flexible systems that, for example do childcare um, after work hours for for parents who are working night shifts. Mm. And a lot of them do it very differently um, in a way that makes it a lot easier for parents. So they'll give you a cap of, say, 30 hours per week, but that 30 hours is free, and then you just top it up, which is obviously, Mm. you know, a lot less complex than the way we do it. Mm. Do you reckon a time will ever come, Kate, and I know the conversation's happened a lot, where there will be government subsidies for grandparents to you know, get out, get out of the workforce because my mum's in that stage where she needs to work a little bit, but she'd love to retire, and I would be more than happy to to pay my mother to to look after the children while she still can. Oh no! Sorry, keeps cutting out. But look, there are some there are some great solutions that don't really fit the mold, and what we're saying is that you know, two years, a couple of years down the track from. Oh no, Kate, I really want to know the answer to that You're question, but up. your phone's cutting out. Can you stand to the left and just stand on one foot? Usually <laughs> we find that fix it. Stand on a hill. We're actually having massive power outages in um, Melbourne. Oh, so. yeah. oh. Got the storm. That's right. Yeah. So I, I'm gathering from the distorted bit I heard there, you said, no, they're not actually going to do that. They're looking at other ways to make it more affordable for families. No, what, what the Mitchell Institute's saying is that we should be looking at a range of options mm. and we should be looking at, you know, how the childcare subsidies are affecting families in all different circumstances. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll have to leave you there, Thank Kate. You, Kate. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, yeah, look, it's a, it's a big prize. Anyone with children who's working knows what it's like. Hit105.com.au, 8.30, we could be paying you childcare. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, tomorrow, uh, Friday, March 6th. And your letter for Alpha Bucks tomorrow, March 6th, is F for... Freddy. Kruger. At Keystar Auto World, you're the star. Seven big brands, four big locations in the Moreton Bay region. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Radio, $10,000. Let's give it away right now, Brisbane. You know that we give you answers to Alpha Bucks at 6.30 and 7.30. So fingers crossed you got some of those this morning as well. Gemma in Brown's Plain is playing uh, this morning. You've got three of the answers. And our producers have written that you're living in a shipping container at the moment. I am, yes. Whereabouts? Yes. Like um, someone's in backyard Brown or friends' property? Yes. Oh, yes. Right. Wow. All right. Well, it sounds fascinating, but I'm sure you uh, you want to be able to get <laughs> into your own home. Is, is it because times? Yeah, are, that would be good. Times are tough, or you just enjoy living living in it. Um, I, it's I don't mind it, but you do what you have to do. A yeah. few health problems and money issues, and Ooh. this is the circumstances that I found myself in now. On the bright side, it's very trendy in some areas, so you're doing well. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ahead of your time, Jim. All right, well, you know yeah. how this works. You get $50 for each correct answer. Say pass if you can't think quickly. We can't have you repeat the same answer. Um, and you know that your letter is K for King. Yes. All right, Gemma, we'd like you to win $10,000. Your time will start when I finish the first question, which is, name something you might lose. Please. Name a brand females love. Uh, pass. Name something annoying. Kids. Name a movie. Pass. Name a type of bird. A kiwi. Name a body part. Knees. Name a clothing item. Oh, pass. Name a sport. Uh, kayaking. Name a word that relates to a computer. Keyboard. Name a food item. Oh, pass. Ooh, Ooh you got $300, Gemma. Oh, you and a brand uh, females love you could have had a cook eye uh, for a movie you could have had Kill Bill or Knocked Up and for a clothing oh. item you could have had Caftan okay. and a food item yep. kebab but uh, three hundred dollars. Okay, excellent. Thank you. No worries. Well done. Oh, I'm shaking. Ah. <laughs> and, um, oh, gosh, that's hard. Way harder on, on the radio than what it is when you're at home by yourself. Yeah, yelling yeah, at the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and good, good yeah, luck with yeah. it all, Gemma. I'm sure things Thank will um, come good for you, all right? Thank you. Yep. Thank it's you for listening. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. For many people, reality television is a guilty pleasure. Reality shows. They are uh, the most watched at the moment. Mm-hmm. There's so many going. They're going out of fashion. They're not going to be around anymore. Well, I'm sorry. They just sort of get um, reincarnated and come back out. You know, it was all about re- renovations, and now it's all about the dating. And Married at yeah. First Sight has taken it to a next level. And it must be cheaper than actually creating, say, like a drama or something. Completely, because... we have to pay yeah. the actors. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly cheaper, the they reason. They can be made locally, and they also don't rely on so streaming services. When you binge watch, you've got to watch these on a weekly basis, and sometimes you've got to have audience participation, which is why um, the they, network's like they rate higher. And no writers because there's no. they don't um, even have to write. Don't that you stuff. dare! The producers are writers. That, no, they're away not. From them. All right, I, the I have the word executive in front of my name, so therefore I'm not someone who scripts things. Thank you. I would like to know if anyone is willing to call us on 131060 and say you have applied for a reality show. Because I'd like to know what reality show it was, because we're talking about Married at First Sight. They've mm. opened up their applications for 2021. And you saw how, I guess, unsuccessful it has been for so many relationships. We're not watching it to see if people find love. It's just been drama, drama, drama. So you would think that no one's applied. Their applications have gone through the roof. And and I genuinely want to know if there's people who believe that they're going to be the one who's not the crazy. Mm. Because you, if you're watching Married at First Sight, you can see how unhinged people are. And is no, is no one worried that they're, they're going to be the Haley of the show? Well, we've spoken to Davina before, and she said that she thought she'd been on social media for some time, and she understand how the whole process works, so she didn't think it would be her. Mm. But I guess for her, it was the first time experiencing editing. Mm. When you signed up for the mall, what, yep. was, what was that process? I uh, answered an ad in the newspaper. <laughs> 
That's right. It was wow. twenty. It was twenty years ago. Forgot that. And yeah, that in the classified. I, wow. I was doing um, a short film, and that we were looking through the paper, and someone said, "Oh, they." And apparently, I've heard about this. You get to go skydiving, but I didn't know what it was. You just wanted to go so skydiving. So I applied for it. I wanted to go skydiving because I thought, well, that's free. Yeah. So I applied for it, and then they gave me a call and said, "Can we come and meet you?" And I was like, "No, nah, I'm working." And they're like, "Can you please come?" There's a hotel around the corner, and I got there. There was one guy and three cameras. And I was like... Oh, stitch up. Mm. Is, is, is these and then days? they gave you a psychology test to fill out. Right. I was right. Like, right did right. they take pictures and things of you? Like, Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> then the next thing I know, they sent me... Oh, you'll love this one. They mm. sent me um, a boarding pass, like hard copy, mm. from a- for ANSET. ANSET. <laughs> <clears throat> there wow. you go. Well, thirteen ten sixty. If you've ever applied for a reality TV show, um, we want to know what the process was like. You know, you've got your bachelor, you've got married at first sight, particularly married at first sight. Want to hear about the cooking shows? Oh yeah, yeah. Master Chef. Uh, a friend of mine um, now works in um, casting at Channel Seven. Mm. Bri- Bri Amer, who used to be on oh, Big, Big Brother, Brother, yeah. Oh yes. She said that Queensland is where they go when they've got all their contestants and they don't feel they've got enough flavour. Queensland is where they go searching. What do you mean flavour? You, flavor? Flavor. you mean crazy. You mean crazy. No, I said flavour. Yeah, but you meant crazy. Flavour me. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. For many people, reality television is a guilty pleasure. Mm, we went on 131060. Have you applied for a reality show? They're currently casting for Married at First Sight. A lot of people think it's ridiculous. Why would I apply for it? But... It's gone through the roof. There's more applications than ever. Mm-hmm. And I think every season that goes that I would have thought the applications would, would drop go, off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no. Can't stop crazy. Uh, Jessie's on from Hurston. You applied for The Bachelor last year. I did, yes. How far did you get? Um, I think almost all the way, but they called me to say I needed to be in Sydney and they'd be booking flights. And I had already found someone by that point. Oh, oh no. how, how annoying, Jesse! Are you still are you still with them? No, no, but I I have met someone else since, and we've we've been together for about a year, so we're pretty happy. Did okay. you have to do the crazy audition where they you you've got to try and stand out in the group and do bizarre things? Mm. No, I did hear about that, but my process was you do an online questionnaire, and they ask you for a headshot, and then they ask you for a full body shot. Um, and then if you get through that, they email you and ask you for a video that goes for about a minute or so, and you just um, it's sort of like a selfie video and just explaining yourself, interesting facts, what you do for a living, how old you are. Do you know what that means, Jesse? That means that you were going to go through as one of the normal people. <laughs> Good looking, I hope but normal. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sound normal. Because the thing that that I heard about them is that um, was they'd have like a group of twenty girls and yeah. they would throw a rose into the middle of the room and, and so, they say whoever gets the rose goes through to the next round because yeah. they wanted to see who would find like so games. hard. Wow. Yeah, hundred percent. Wow. They they I think they came out and tried to shut that down, but it's never really. Truly been confirmed or denied. Mm-hmm. Claire in Marumba Downs, well, you applied for Bear Grylls. I did, I did. It's a UK show, so it's called um, The Island. So mm. it's basically like six weeks on an island. You've got to get your own food. You're with a group of people. It's crazy. I don't know why I did it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could get behind that. Sound. That's how, right up my alley. How far did you get down to? So I basically just did the whole audition thing. I did had to send a video like, you know, the caller had to send a video and explain why I wanted to do it at the time I really needed it in my life. And now I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? <laughs> Plus you get to meet Bear Grylls. And let's be honest, yeah, he's a dreamboat. Yeah, mm. he's pretty fit. <laughs> Were you not worried, though, Claire, that you would end up being the girl who cried all the time or something like that? Were you not worried about the character they would portray you as? The only thing I was worried, I used to be in the army, in the British army, ah. so I was kind of ready for it. Like, I, oh, I was still ready for a challenge. I'm bored. I've got three kids. Mm. My husband's in the army. He's now in the Australian Defence Force. And I was like, that's it. I need to do something. I'm bored. I'm <laughs> yeah, so bored. Exciting, yeah. Mm. But you I never was think- more worried. Sorry. I was just going to say, you never think about the after. You just think about going on mm. it and being able to survive, yeah, I guess. I know. The only thing I was worried about was all the bites that everyone was getting. They were covered in sunfly bites or something, and that was the only thing that bothered me. <laughs> it's very British. Uh, Jade, you applied for the first season of Married at First Sight. 
I did, yes, indeed. I was really sucked in by all the hype. I thought, this is fantastic. You know, I've done Psych 101 at uni. I thought, oh, yes, they're going to match me up to my perfect partner. Mm-hmm. Never been married. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. They're going to find me my perfect partner. I can get married. And my friend Maxine was um, free and single at the time. And she's like, yes, this is great. So um, we both applied to, to get onto the first season. The first season was before it. Went crazy. Jumped a shark, though. Yes, that's <laughs> right. So we didn't really know what to expect. We just thought it was going to be fantastic, and the, the psychologist were going to match us with our perfect partner, and we can have a wonderful wedding. And if our friend was on it too, then that yeah. might you know make it more fun as well. Jay, did you have to submit the T-shirt for someone else to smell? Mm. <laughs> no, we oh. just did the um, did all the applications online, and then we did a video. Um, and I'm a teacher, so I did it with some of my kids from school. And uh-huh. It was really fun. Like, you yeah. wouldn't do that these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, now, this is interesting because we've had a call come through from um, Adro. Now, you actually won the very first season of The Biggest Loser. Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey. I did indeed. Wow. You know, my friend was on... Um, the Biggest Loser, and I think he might have got in trouble for it, but I'll repeat it. <laughs> he said that, you know when you lose a week of weight in the house and everyone's like, I can't believe they lost that much weight, it's actually shown as a week, but for the filming purpose, it could be up to two weeks or two and a half weeks. What? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, our show wasn't because we were the very first one, so for us, a week was a week, uh, except for over Christmas and New Year. Um, we had 10 days, that was one week, but we weren't allowed to train or anything on those days. But outside of that, we, we filmed for 12 weeks, except for the uh, time that we went home for seven weeks um, for the finale. But otherwise, but yeah, apparently for the rest of them, some of them went up to, to, three, uh, you know, to three, three and a half weeks, I think the longest period of time was. Wow. That's it. Everyone's watching it going, for yeah. the viewer, mm. it was a week of viewer weight loss, yeah. Well, That's crazy. So everyone's watching it thinking, why can't I lose that amount of weeks? Mm. They get three yeah. and a half weeks and they've got to train it full time. And with your contract, um, is it true that some people, they would say, look, this is how much money you win, but if the show doesn't actually end up making it to television, you don't get your prize winnings? That's what happened with us in the very, very beginning. Um, yeah, absolutely. We were told that it might last one or two episodes and then the act, it may go nowhere, who mm. knows? Um, so, yeah, so we were, it was very unknown. But that said, in the very, very beginning, and I think I speak for all 12 of us uh, that were on the very first one, we actually were there for the weight loss. It wasn't mm. about, I mean, we're talking about 14 years ago now. So, um, you know, we, it was no, there was no hype. It was no craziness or anything. We were literally just a bunch of fatties that wanted to lose weight at any cost. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, how interesting. There's a lot of people out there who are still in applying. There's a lot of people listening that's applied that are going, I'm not going to call. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I'll true. tell you what. That's very true. Feel free to call anytime, 13 10 60. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, Australia, where the pussycats Day today, though, the Pussycat Dolls, you will hear them on Hit 105 as they take to the world-famous rooftop yes. and do a performance, which is going to be a lot of fun. Have they put, put in a complaint in against you? Oh, you guys jumped to conclusions No, I was going to say I've got your back. Okay. I say he's nice most of the time. <laughs> I, I think I offended one of the Pussycat Dolls yesterday. Which one? What I'm going to ask you guys first. What do you reckon it was for? Mm-hmm. I honestly can't even remember. They came on. I know they were talking about empowering women through what they were like wearing their back, blah, Socks. blah. Oh, was it to do with this, um, the poo-poo and um, the coronavirus? No, it wasn't. It's something much more basic than that. Okay. So, you know when you have been introduced to someone before, you have uh, an option to either try and have a crack at using their name or you just don't say their name at all. Mm -hmm. And if you do say someone's name and you get it wrong, they also have the option to correct you. Oh, God. Says or, a lot about themselves, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Or they just continue on. But you yeah. didn't say their names. You just said the Pussycat Dolls. You didn't intro them, and I thought... And I never do that usually. I am not a person to go in for a name because Ooh. I'm terrible with names. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So we had three of the girls on yesterday on Nicole the show. Nicole Scherzinger, Jess, and is it Carmi? Carmit. Carmit. That's the name that comes into question. 
Never do I use first names. If there's a band, it's always the band name. The producers put their names on the sheet yesterday, and for some reason I'm like, nah, I'm going in for first names today. It's not Kermit. Well, this is how I pronounced her name on the show yesterday. Um, there was a lot that came out in the news, you know, like, Jess, um, you had some of your troubles with, with alcohol, and, you know, Kermit, you were the first one to sort of leave the band. Kermit. Mm. Yeah, Kermit. C-A-R-M-I-T is how it's spelled. The way spelled. it's spelled, yes, Kermit. Kermit. Yesterday at school pickup, <laughs> Pussycat Dolls are on with Carrie and Tommy in the afternoon. Tommy went in for the first name as well. Pussycat Dolls hitting the world-famous rooftop. Joining us now, Kamit and Nicole. Kamit. Yeah, no pressure. No E, Kamit. Kamit. Now, Kamit or Kamit has either done a solid for Tommy or either done a solid for I by not going, oh, by the way, that's not my name. I just feel like Tommy would have checked a name more than you. Me too, to be because honest. Because he likes to, he, he's very loose, I'm fun guy, but he likes to get things right. So I reckon you would have been in the wrong. <laughs> yes, I am the uptight guy who does not care about facts. You are correct. Yeah. So I don't even know the answer. We haven't checked? No. Well, what about they were on the project last night? Do we Shirley, know how... Only Shirzy. Oh, because she had to pull out of interviews because everyone got her she name so wrong. Upset. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> no, well, they asked, they asked her to go, but she didn't know they were talking about her because it wasn't her name. Yeah. They said, Do you want to be on the show, Carmite? And they just like, call oh. me Carmi. Why? <laughs> so, what, what, so who, how are we going to find out? Well, Adrian, we know. You can look on YouTube. Adrian, our audio producer, has scaled the internet for more reputable journalists and people of the entertainment world, and I have audio here of the correct pronunciation. Do you know? okay. Oh, let's I've no, I've oh, no idea. Oh, I've been checked it. See, place I would have thought it was Carmite. Because she's American, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, but I reckon Kamit. Because Kamit. Kamit. Yeah, Kamit. Kamit would have an E on the end, wouldn't Kermit. it? Kamit. Kamit. Yeah. Kamit. Kamit. Yeah. Yes. You leave out the like the end of them. Kamit. Kamit. Okay. Well, I've got the audio here. Has Kamit or Kermit been polite to me by not correcting or been this polite to Tommy Little? Okay. Here we go. With the bandmates, Carmeet Bacar. The beautiful, the one and only Carmeet. We have Carmeet Bacar. Hey. She's mm. polite to me. So we knew that you would have got your, your yeah. facts wrong. Well, that's Carmeet. That's probably why um, Scherzinger was so awkward on the project last night. Yeah, night. and then they oh, broke up apparently. So yeah. you would have heard them at 12 o'clock, but unfortunately. Um... It's all gone now. Well, Carmeet. <laughs> My favourite pussycat doll. Which one was she, by the way? She the was the one. one on the left. <laughs> Don't help him. Oh, sorry. She was the one on the left. And tell me a bit about her. Who's left? She She was not the one. She was not Jess. Yeah, no, tell and me about her. she was not Nicole. <clears throat> Does she have a child? Yes, an eight-year-old child. Okay, very good. Is that... Am very I, good. I get it? Oh, right. yes! Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We are going to take a little moment to reflect on today's show. I'm not a big fan of spiders. No. I grew up in a household that believes that they are good luck when they're in the house. <laughs> and my parents have always taught me that because I've learnt they can't be bothered getting it out of the house and they're not scared of spiders. So they always go, they're good luck. They get rid of pests, leave them. And my mum used to name them. But when I used to have a little bit of a tantrum, she used to say, I'll get it for you. And she used to go in, and I've learnt now, pretend to pick it up, and then walk out with it. And then yep. when I see it the next day, she go, oh my God, it had a sister. <laughs> and I grew up thinking that that was the case. <laughs> Till there was, she's staying with us and there was a spider in our room. I was like, Mom, I know it's good luck, do you want to carry it out because I'm not allowed to kill it? She'd go, yes, I would. I'm like... Are you kidding me? You just <laughs> pretended. She goes, Yes, I've always pretended. Like, come on, you gotta make it a bit more like eh. Your um your dogs didn't really go to a farm either, you're aware of that, right? <laughs> yes, they did. No, they no. call heaven. To be honest, my parents preferred the circle of life and said it was too expensive to take them to the vet. So <clears throat> thanks. But no thanks. But uh, they the wouldn't more, kill the more, a spider. The more, yeah, they wouldn't. They, could you not? They would not kill spiders. It's but then, enough. once my cat got bitten by a snake, and they said, "Well, it was playing with the snake." My mm-hmm. like, cat. Same rule applies to you, love. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided. Mm. Four twenty on Wednesday is the worst time of my life. I got a phone call at that time last Wednesday. Mm. 
saying that Eden had fallen over at daycare. Yes. Her two front teeth went through her lip, like one side of the mouth through to the other. Because you're at swimming class, aren't you? Straight across the road. Bang up to the hospital to get her glued up. Yesterday at 4.20, my phone rings. It's my mother. And she says, I've taken a fall. And I said, for one, I said, Mum, you might be 60, but don't call it a fall because mm. you're ageing yourself. Mm. Say, I've fallen over. Mm. It's like, yeah, she goes, my foot's really sore. I can't move it. I can't stand oh. up. Oh, God. So I had to go I went and picked my mum up, took her up to the hospital. Mm. Did it happen when she was at work? It did happen when she was leaving work. Oh. Still so. work cover? Nah, I don't know. Mm, no, it could uh, be a is fit. she okay? I don't know. Yeah, she's all right. Not broken. Touch wood. Mm. Uh, very badly sprained. And did she's you have the moon boot for torn her? Ligaments. Yeah, you still got the moon boot. You know how you do the fake moon boot? Mm. Hey, I, I paid my dues for that fake broken ankle. I broke that ankle and had two surgeries. I learnt my lesson not to cry broken ankle. You, sir, have got to stop answering your phone at 420. That's what I'm wondering. Okay. Just... Let's, let's take it in turns at calling at 420. Oh, yeah. Thanks. 420 Wednesdays, but no thanks. It's a shame. Ah, oh, kids miss you when you're away, don't they? Yes, don't they? Oh, I don't know. Mine don't miss me. One time, <laughs> my son said to me, have you been away? I <laughs> forgot I had a dad. That's true. That's true. Well, Kat was on school pickup yesterday because I had a uh, prior engagement. That prior engagement got cancelled. So I said, ah, I'll do school pickup. I'm home anyway. Got to the school gates to see my loving daughter who'd been at school all day, charging down the school path with a scowl on her face, going, What are you doing here, Dad? It's supposed to be Mum picking me up. She wanted me to go home and get Mum while she waited. Uh, <laughs> did you? Yeah, double the time. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for that. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There we go. That's the podcast. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye. Bye.